A billion years ago, there was nothing but space. Then one of God's wet farts threw all the planets in place. There were no signs of life on Mars or Venus, but planet Earth was blessed with two baby geniuses. Baby geniuses, we know everything. Baby geniuses, we know everything. Baby geniuses, we know everything. Baby geniuses, tell us something we don't know. Hello. Welcome to Baby Geniuses. My name is Emily. My name is Lisa. Oh my goodness. And welcome to our show, our uh, post Max Fun Drive show. Thank you, everyone who joined and upgraded during Max Fun Drive. We're so appreciative. Yes, thank you so much. And I hope you enjoy the extra episode we put out just for you. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was really cool. We got a lot more um, new members than I expected, and it was really great to to have all your support. Yeah, it Thank was you. very, very quick that we realized we were going to have to post feet. I know, <laughs> and I'm like, why did we do that? Shoot, now I have to figure out set oh, that higher. Why did I, now we have to post feet? And I don't know. I'm like reeling with ideas. Oh yeah, we gotta. We're we should. We we really have to figure this out. We have to figure out. Because I know we talked about doing ones that we thought would tank our Wikifeed score and also ones that we thought would improve it. I know. And then I like I started going down a rabbit hole of like, should I get a pedicure first or not? I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's a good question. Yes. Oof, we've got a lot to figure out. I'm yeah. so I'm going to apologize in <laughs> advance to everyone. First of all, OK, first apology that this episode's coming out a little late in the day. I was traveling all last week and we I didn't get home until like last night. So we couldn't record until this morning, Monday. Yeah. Um, so sorry, this episode's coming out a tiny bit late in the day on Monday. I'm so or sorry. Tuesday. I don't know when it's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It might never come out. <laughs> and then also just an apology for the fact that I'm not exactly coherent right now because I You're doing been, great. You're doing been, great, Emily. I can't even tell. <laughs> <laughs> I've been traveling for like a week and um we I I mean we were on one spot, but we were on the east we were in West Virginia and then I came back last night and then this morning I just like woke up at six AM because I'm still on West Virginia time, I guess. So I love it. You said you like walked Island super early and you saw a whole different group of people (laughs) than you normally see. (laughs) You're like, who the fuck are these people? (laughs) Just like a whole new group of people that I have to explain his mesh head bag to. Oh, God. You're like, I cannot deal with this right now. (laughs) This is something Uh, that the later in the day people do. They mesh bag their dog's heads. We don't want to explain it to you. You morning people wouldn't get it. <laughs> uh, and um, oh my goodness, yeah, we were. It was pretty exciting coming home last night because we were gone for a week, and Alan clearly flipped his shit when we got back. Yeah, which was fun. Did you um, leave him with a sitter? We did. We had a, a dog sitter stay. Um, our friend just stayed at the house. Oh, and that's care good. Of so him. he didn't have so, to like relocate. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was like in his routine. We were just gone. Um, and he was just like moping around being, being a sad lad. Oh yeah. But we're back now. Welcome um, back. Thank you How are very your much. Um, they were really good. I mean, we were there for my husband's, uh, family reunion. Oh, so we were yeah. mostly just like hanging out with his family. Um, as I mentioned, we were in the Greenbrier Valley. Um, in West Virginia, we stayed at the Greenbrier Hotel for a couple nights, which is that like big old hotel that has the bunker. 
We didn't do a bunk- another bunker tour because we had already <laughs> seen it last time we were in town. But um, oh, I didn't realize you'd already stayed there before. Well, we hadn't stayed there before, but we had just gone and done the bunker tour. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we stayed there. This was the first time either of us had stayed there. And so that was really cool. The decorations are really garish and weird and um, it's huge. And um, we also, yeah, we mostly just like hung out with his family. I did go back to, um, there's a coffee shop in downtown Lewisburg called The Wild Bean that last time we were there, um, I think they've changed ownership because last time we were there, there used to be a Tony Shalhoub shined, signed headshot. <laughs> Not shined, signed. <laughs> uh, Tony Shalhoub shined it. <laughs> and it's gone. What? Why would you remove that? It's not there anymore. I think because it was like made out to the owners. Yeah. But it's not it's not there anymore. And that was like that really made me feel like um I was losing my mind. Like I was like, did this ever exist? That all sounds like something I described in a dream. <laughs> like Did you ask anyone there what happened to it? No, I should have. I didn't know who to ask. Yeah. And I also didn't I should have asked. I really should have asked. But like, can we call them? Can you imagine <laughs> What's their if number? You, if you started working at that coffee shop and you didn't know that that had ever been there, and a customer came up to you and was like, "Can I ask you a question?" There used to be a picture of Monk <laughs> on the wall. What, do you know what happened to that? <laughs> <laughs> Did someone throw up on it and then you had to take it down? That's what I assume. I don't know why. That's my go-to. I will say, okay, so it was a pretty uneventful <laughs> trip, but. Uh, maybe the most eventful thing that happened was, uh, (laughs) we were sitting outside of our, our other hotel that we stayed in waiting to be picked up to go on a country drive with Peter's uncle. Mm -hmm. And this, like, I don't know if it was like, what are, what are those, you know this because you're a gearhead. Oh God, I probably don't. (laughs) What are those cars called that are like basically entirely exposed it's like almost like an ATV, but it's like low and flat, and then there's just no like dome over the the people in it. A convertible? No, because like, there's no windshield either. Oh no, I don't know what that is. What is am it, I thinking? Are they, of? are they small? I don't. I would say they're kind of like have sort of the footprint of a car, but they feel like they're like some sort of off road vehicle. A jalopy? No, I have no idea. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, it looks, I mean, it looks like a jet ski, but it's on the road. (laughs) Anyway, we were just sitting there in such a quiet little town and we saw one go by and we were already just like, oh shit, look at that thing. And then as it pulled up to the stop sign, all of a sudden it turned on its like speaker system and we just heard, somebody once (laughs) told me the And I have never, never regretted not filming something so much in my entire Uh, life. Like, the amount of distress I felt knowing that I had just seen something that would have, without a doubt, gone more viral than anything else I'll ever do in my entire life. Oh my god, that's beautiful. The way you described it was, it was so beautiful. Just so, and then it just like turned a corner and and drove off. 
Adam and I were getting dressed to go out two nights ago, and um, I just started playing Smash Mouth on the <laughs> our bedroom speaker. <laughs> Might as well be walking on the and it really holds up. <laughs> but then it got to a part where we're like, we've never heard this part of this song before. What the hell? What part of the song was it? I don't remember. It was just like a random like part of it. I mean, I was playing the hood or under attack. Put away the crack before the crack. (laughs) Is that part? (laughs) It might have been part of uh, Rockstar. Um, But I played a bunch of Smash Mouth and then I moved on to Mighty Mighty Boss Tones and I played Cherry Pop and Daddies. And then I played, I was just trying to like (laughs) gross us both out. Just like all of the bands (laughs) that you could theoretically be convinced we're one band <laughs> yeah i played some cake remember cake oh yeah Ugh. cake always made me really sad for some yeah, reason it has a sad undertone to it yeah it was just like sad it gave me the vibe of like just guys who wanted to make you feel sorry for them yeah for some reason yeah the vibes were terrible yeah the vibes were bad <laughs> Ugh. yeah <laughs> Um, anyway, other than that, it was a pretty good trip. We stayed in a hotel that was supposedly haunted and we did yeah, not was, see any ghosts. I was going to ask. I was going to ask about the ghosts. Yeah, we stayed in the General Lewis Inn, which is also like supposed to be haunted. And we did stay in one of the rooms that was supposed to be haunted and we did not see anything. Um, but I did have... The night before we were supposed to leave, I, of course, couldn't sleep because we had to get up early to get on a flight. And yeah. that just makes me not be able to sleep. And I think I had maybe had caffeine late in the day and it was a mistake. Um, and so I was just sleeping super light all night. And then right before I woke up, I had a it's not like Clerkus Madurkus level anything. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but Nothing I could reach just, that, that height. No. <laughs> but I did, you know, text myself some. I don't even know if it's song lyrics as much as it is like a it would be like a a superhero team's power up chant. Ooh. Um where it's like on every line someone would turn around and do a pose. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and it was unity, honor, humility, directed love. <laughs> This is something you dreamed? Yes. <laughs> and in the dream, the people who were singing it were the cast of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> but they were wearing like gold leotards. Was your, your brain was just like trying to solve the world's problems. I guess so. I mean, I think in the dream, they were like thinking of it as they went along and they were like, oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I like humility. Humility. These are all things I value. Absolutely. Yeah. The world could use more of these things. Yeah, absolutely. Directed directed love. Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. It's just like all of the things that make a powerful team. Yes. We need this. Um, We need this force. (laughs) What's been going on with you? Oh, God. I don't know. Um, I've... I've been going out a bit lately. I went to the movie theater for the first time. Ooh, what did you see? Pandemic, uh, everything everywhere. Yes. All at once. Everything, did everything, like everything. It? Yes, I loved it. It was so great. It's so great. Love the Daniels. It was very funny. I love Michelle Yeoh. All the casting was great. It was really good. I mean, fun. it's one of those movies where it's like, 
it was so ambitious and like they didn't accomplish everything they needed to, but they accomplished so much more than I would have expected anyone to. You yeah, know what I mean? I know. Where it's just like, like the, the fact that there's so many different relationships in the movie, like it's not focused on just one. It's not just like mother daughter. It's also like her and her husband and her and her father. I'm like, that's a lot to tackle. It's a lot. It yeah. tackles so much. It's like the na- their name is really not a misnomer. No, it's really impressive. Uh, I think they pulled it off quite well. Um, yeah. And it's been feeling great to go out and see more people. Um, I'm, I'm ready for us to go back down into lockdown for a little bit so that I can, um, catch up on some work without having FOMO. Yeah. (laughs) I'm kidding actually, but I do, I do feel like I want to go out and do everything. And it's like, there's so much, there's so much. I feel like I'm getting back to the point. It's like a, it's like a new feeling again where I look at Instagram and feel bad about myself mm. because of people hanging out without me, which mm-hmm. it just wasn't happening for a while, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Not- I do feel like that's happening again where I'm like, oh, right. I have to like remember, learn how to balance this again. And also remember that like looking at Instagram feels bad. It does. Yeah. I just deleted it off my phone because I was feeling FOMO even if like I saw people hanging out and I had also been hanging out at the same time in a different location. I'm just like, but why wasn't I at that thing? It's like, okay, yeah. this is unreasonable. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I I feel that way completely. And also just like, I also know that part of feeling left out is that it's a feeling that comes from your body mm. that's like, you know, it serves a survival purpose because like, hmm Staying with the group means you'll survive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think that the there's <laughs> there's like an instinctual. I don't know. I mean, I'm not like a evolutionary biologist, but You're I not? do know that. <laughs> no, not not anymore. Um, <laughs> quit. <laughs> I was too. Just, it was a really toxic industry. Yeah, I wanted to spend more time with my family. Um, <laughs> um, but I. So I know that it's like, I think a lot of times what will happen is like, I'll see that stuff and I'll have just like that instinctive sort of base feeling of like, oh, this is bad. Mm-hmm. I, this is bad. And then I'll work backwards to try and explain the feeling and then come up with a reason why it feels bad. And that that will make me feel worse. Because <laughs> the reason is everybody hates me. <laughs> I'm a well, loser. yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, it's like, yeah, why didn't I get invited? Yeah. I'll think of all the reasons why someone could have possibly not wanted me there. Oh, God. And oh, all God. of the possibilities that I hadn't considered about like, oh, maybe I've been wrong the whole time about whether we're friends. Oh, God. That's awful. Right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I always go to like, everyone hates me and I piss them all off by saying something stupid and... Right. Yeah. And I never in those moments think about all of the people who have invited me to do stuff that I've said no to. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, I'm too busy. <laughs> Sitting in my house. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, anyway. That's, that's a, the <laughs> most I, human feeling. The most relatable. I'm, I'm glad you've been going out a bit more. Yeah. I did something really fun that I'd never done before. I tried cow sorting. Uh, explain what that is. So, you know, it, it's like shooting pool, but, um, uh, <laughs> no, not quite. Um, you, what? <laughs> so there's That's like, not where you start with the explanation. So instead of balls on the pool table, there's a cluster of cows 
And instead of like a, that rod, I don't even know what a pool rod is called. So a pool cue? Yeah, cue. This is the worst analogy. Instead of a cue, you're using your horse to separate out the ball, um, the cow. No, <laughs> there's a group of cows and you go in there with your horse and you separate them out one by one and herd them into a little pen. And meanwhile, oh. you have a partner who's also on horseback and they like help guard the other pen to make sure the other cows don't get in. So you're, you're oh, wow. sorting the cows one by one. Um, and my friend April took me and it was really fun because I didn't know if Junie had ever seen a cow before and some horses are really afraid of cows. So I just didn't know what would happen. And she loved it. She loved it. Oh, good. She loved it so much. She was like, okay, yeah, I get this. She was like into it. Her ears were perked up. And then she got like really aggro towards the end and she was like, she was charging the cows and like, (laughs) she was like, fuck these cows. I'm going to fucking eat these. Like she was, she got so into it. It was so fucking cute. It was really That's really fun. cute. It was fun to like play a game on horseback. I love that you're expanding your skills. Thank you. That's yeah. exciting. It's nice. It feels like we're trusting each other more. But getting her on the trailer was really hard. It took like an hour because she just didn't want to get on. And we were like pushing and pulling. And <laughs> that was stressful. So we got to work on that. Because when horses don't want to do something, it's hard to make them. Yeah. Uh, it's funny that they don't know how much more stubborn they could be. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like, that horse weighs so much, you know? I know. (laughs) Every once in a while, Junie realizes that she can be really stubborn, and it's always a nightmare. (laughs) It's like, oh, no. No, you're not supposed to know this. You you shouldn't know this about yourself, (laughs) that you can do this. This is bad for everybody. Yeah. This is dangerous (laughs) and bad. (laughs) Oh, God. I love horses so much, and they make me feel better about life when everything else is shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we haven't really been talking about it, but things are total shit right now. Yeah, the um, news is just terrible. And like, oh God, the Supreme Court stuff. I just, we don't have anything smart or unique to say about it, basically. Right, yeah. It was like, you know, this is coming out a couple weeks after the leak. And also it's like, there so many other people have said everything that, you know, needs to be said about it, I think. And yeah. Obviously, we're devastated and by, you know, by the whole thing and by everything else that's been happening. It's really frustrating. I really wanted to go to the protest, but I was like in West Virginia. Yeah. And I was like, not only do I not, I don't think there's one happening in downtown Lewisburg, but I don't want to be the only person there. And I don't even like live there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> and also it's like the week was about like my, like a family reunion that I'm basically a guest at. <laughs> so yeah. um, anyway, I didn't want to, I didn't know how safe it would have been. That's okay. Protesting is one, one way of, you know, yeah, being right now. There are other ways. Um yeah. Anyway, it sucks. It sucks. Um, um, should I get into these listener emails? We had a oh, few, yeah. We had a few we things. Should, we did. Yeah, we've got a few things. Uh, we have a new listener profile. Um, <laughs> <laughs> late, lately, we are profiling a new listener. Uh, so many of our segments are just things we jokingly dare each other to do and then follow through on for and, no reason. I know. We just commit so hard. But yeah, um, yeah someone wrote in. Um, Hi, Lisa and Emily. I'm a new listener. If you choose yes. me for a profile or if you'd just like to know a fun fact about my hometown, here's a fun fact. I'm from San Dimas, California, where Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was filmed. Yes. yes. Literally everyone I've told that tells me, oh, my God, it's real. My mom was in school <laughs> when the movie was being filmed there right across the parking lot. And she told me that one of the reasons they had to move around and film in other states is because the president of the D.A.R.E. Club got caught dealing weed and ecstasy out of his locker. <laughs> 
this is also why our entire school district has no lockers to this day. I didn't go to SD High School, though. I went to the rival high school, which is down the block from the Circle K featured in the movie. Me and my friends went there every Friday for snacks before debate practice, and that's also where I got my reusable plastic mug that I call my big motherfucker size mug. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I love your show. Keep up the good work. With love, Bobby. Also, P.S. Tell Adam that because he liked my tweet asking if we can be ADHD besties that we're friends now and we're going to get soft tacos later. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Great. (laughs) Great. I hope you enjoy your soft taco date with my boyfriend. Um, (laughs) And welcome to our podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a new listener. And I will say to you, uh, I have been many times to the Raging Waters in San Dimas, which is where they filmed the Waterloo scenes with Napoleon in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Wow. So I'm familiar that San Dimas is a real place. Awesome, dude. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we got this. Thank you for that. Thank you. We got this other email. Did you want to read this one or should I? Oh, yeah, I can read this one. Um, so this is in regards to our um, conversation about cosmetic surgery on the last episode and like lip fillers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sky said, I just wanted to say I appreciated your discussion on lip fillers. I'll admit I was a little upset at the discussion at first because I do worry about the stigmatization of cosmetic surgery. I'm a trans woman and many procedures are incredibly important for me to be perceived as a woman slash feel safe in public spaces. I worry that negative stigmatization has led to this idea that cosmetic surgery is never necessary and has affected how insurance companies handle life-saving trans procedures, usually by not covering them. I make it a personal goal to never judge somebody for any cosmetic surgeries they have for this reason. I'm sure your feelings are just as complicated as mine on the subject, but I was incredibly happy to hear you say trans people should get all the surgery they need. You can bet your ass I will. (laughs) Um, And I totally agree. And I think that, like, it's a very good point. I think that, like, the more that I think about it, the more what I'm really just thinking about is the, like... It's just like such a broad topic and it's so nuanced and it's it is. so complicated. It's so, so complicated and I have many like hypocritical and half-baked feelings about it. So I really appreciate this um, person writing in, um, you know, I'm mixed about beauty standards and expectations, but I want everyone to feel safe and feel happy and have equitable access to beauty. Like that's really important. Yeah, I think so too. And, you know, I found out recently that like, I think they might have changed it, but like up until recently, um, the Writers Guild Health Insurance Fund wouldn't cover like facial feminization surgery or um, like rhinoplasty associated with um, transition Mm -hmm. uh, medical care. And that is fucked up because we have some of the best health insurance in the world. (laughs) We do. Yeah. Um, so it's fucked. That's um, really fucked up. Thank you for writing in. Very much appreciate the nuance and the thought put into it. And thank you for giving us the benefit of the doubt on yeah, where we're coming you. from on it. I also wanted to, uh, oh, I have an endorse horse. Ooh. Ooh, here we go. Baby geniuses endorse, letting nature take its course. Endorphins pump from the source when they hop up on that horse. Two babies, one endorse horse. Endorse horse. Endorsing services and items, no remorse. Two babies, one endorse horse. Riding off into the sunset. Now here's something we endorse. I just read thick. 
by Tressie McMillan Cottom. Um, and it's really good. And she talks a little bit about her sort of like stance on beauty and mm. like the body positivity movement kind of, which is just sort of like, I think she comes at it from a more, I don't want to oversimplify it of like a body neutral, um, but like sort of about, I mean, I, I've been really meaning to read more of her work because I think she's so smart and I haven't read that much, but um, uh, she writes a lot about like the sort of beauty as capital mm. and what it means to um value it and i just she writes about it in a very nuanced way that i'm not communicating to you right now <laughs> i should read that uh, i enjoyed it i hadn't, um, I hadn't it, heard of her before it sounds really interesting <laughs> she was a uh, like a what's it called when they give you money for being a genius <laughs> uh macarthur grant yeah, <laughs> she was a MacArthur fellow recently. Um, You're a genius. Here's some money. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, uh, that sounds great. Uh, we have a jumbotron. Oh yeah, I'm so excited. Um, yeah, we we don't do ads anymore, but we do do jumbotrons. If you ever want to buy a jumbotron message on our show, we do them. Um, here's one uh, from Puma Girl. And they say, hi, ladies, you've talked about the Jumbotron, but I've never heard anyone sign up yet because we always forget to talk about it. I've mentioned it like once in the last three years. And we um, have done them in the past. We do. We do them. I just always forget. Um, so here I am to get the ball rolling. I just want to say I love the podcast. And my favorite unofficial segment is updates about both your pets. Gets me laughing. You guys are the best. <laughs> and the name Puma Girl is from you reading my email in the Yellow Deli Cold episode. Oh, that was a while back. Yeah. Um, yay. Thank you so much. Lovely to hear from you. Lovely to read your Jumbotron. And so sweet for you to buy a Jumbotron for us. Yeah. Um, if you, if you want to buy a Jumbotron, they don't have to be addressed to us. They, they can be addressed no. to your, to your other loved ones. The people yes. you love almost as much as you love us. Yeah. Get one for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like maximumfun.org slash Jumbotron. I trust you all to find it. <laughs> I wonder why we don't get more. <laughs> What's the problem here? I can't identify it. <laughs> oh, boy. We're great. Um, <laughs> um, should we should uh, do touch chat. Yeah, let's do right? Chunch okay. Chat. We'll be right back with Chunch Chat, a regular segment where we talk about any news in the world of Martha Stewart's Pony Ben Chunch. Chunch. When the clock strikes noon, we could have a picnic lunch, find wine, full moon, and we're chatting about Chunch. Ben Chunch. I don't have any Ben Chunch news, but I do have some, you know, talk of a different fell pony. Um, well, I was just, I saw this picture of the queen. There's been a lot of talk about the queen Elizabeth lately because she's been ill, you know, but then she did get it up to go to a horse show. Um, she's such a horse girl. Love that. Uh, and there's a picture of her standing with two white fell ponies. Um, so yeah, she also loves fell ponies just like Martha does. And I forgot that they come in like all black or all white. So she, she has the white ones. Um, and in the neighborhood I ride in, there's this like white stallion pony that's always like running around going, Nee-hee! 
And he's just like, he's so much drama. And I finally like ran into a woman who was leasing him and she's riding him. And I was like, what is that? And she said, it's a fell pony. And I was like, oh, it's a Ben Chunch. But it's like, he's all white and he's a stallion. He's just, he's so out of control. I kind of love him. He's Bizarro Chunch. He's Bizarro World Chunch. I love him. So that was exciting. Um, and then in Martha News, she just, she posted... She just posted an image in her Instagram stories of her wearing like a white hat with flowers on it. And she's just walking out of a building and she titled it emerging from the door with lots of exclamation (laughs) points. (laughs) She has a lot in common with the queen. I don't know. She's kind of, she's our American queen. I've said this before. (laughs) She has been posting a lot of content about her new ponies. The like Geert and Geert and and Hilka and Geert, yeah, Hilka, yeah. <laughs> That's right. I forgot to mention she posted them like running around in their grassy paddock. And she, I mean, I'm sorry, I don't want to spoil. No, please, I didn't. News, I didn't check today. I'm being scooped. She posted. I want to say yesterday. I think of her like driving them in a carriage. Oh, nice. Yeah, she's, she's still doing that because she. We am, talked about that a few weeks ago, but she's she's out and about still. Am I taking over this segment? Please um, do. You know, I've been. <laughs> I've been controlling the segment for too long and I'm ready to give up the reins. <laughs> it was yesterday. And Steer she posted, the carriage, Emily. <laughs> she posted, out for a drive with the new pair of Frisians. Geert and Helka are really delightful and very good boys. My driving skills are returning after 15 years. And today I helped harness up the boys to the carriage, which is very complicated. Three exclamation marks. And it must be done perfectly to avoid complications. <laughs> she said like the exact same thing before, like like month like a month ago when she posted about this. She was like, harnessing them is a whole fucking deal, guys. Like it's really hard. I'm like, yeah, I get it. It's a lot I of like, straps. The phrasing really reminded me of like on Great British Baking Show when they're like presenting them with the technical challenge. And then the the hosts will be like, Do you have any tips for our bakers? And they're like Here's my tip. It must be done perfectly. <laughs> That's not helpful. In fact, that is... And it's like, oh, oh, I didn't realize you wanted the the baking to be good. Oh, yeah. that changes my whole technique. <laughs> that is not helpful at all. And in fact, that hurts. We're situation. looking for something that's perfect. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's I, I know how to do that. <laughs> God, that's Martha's whole deal. It must be done perfectly. Yes. Um, to avoid know, complications. <laughs> Junie is trained to drive, actually. She technically could pull a carriage, but I don't really have much interest in that. And in fact, there's another Fjord horse in our neighborhood who uh, one time was hooked up to a carriage that had like jingle bells on it for Christmas time. It was like a sleigh. And he freaked out at the bells and bolted, pulling (gasps) the sleigh behind him and like wiped out. Like the whole thing like flipped sideways. He was totally fine. He's unharmed. But it was kind of like, oh, that could happen. Oh, yeah. When a horse pulls, it's bad. And when they're pulling something, it's extra bad. So I'm sort of not interested in driving at this point in my life, but um, I'm glad Martha's enjoying it. Most people only know like the first two verses of Jingle Bells, but there's some later (laughs) verses that actually talk about that where they're like, yeah, when the horse got really freaked out, he (laughs) ran from the sound of the bells. It ruined Christmas this time, but next year will be better. Oh, (laughs) yeah, it gets really violent. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, does that conclude Chen's chat? Yeah. 
Okay, that concludes Chunch Chat. We'll be right back with one on fun. Welcome to One on Fun, a segment we do not normally welcome you to. <laughs> normally, we say, stay out. This is stay One away. on Fun. This is just yeah. for us. Don't listen to this part. Abandon hope, all ye who enter here. <laughs> for soon, there will be g- grasping and rambling. <laughs> um. Okay. Lisa. Yeah, do you oh, you have one? You have one locked and loaded? Mm. <laughs> if you were an animal, where on the food chain would you want to be? Oh, that's a great question. Cuz sometimes I think like, oh, it'd be fun to be a horse, but then it's like you're you're always looking for something to get you. Right. You know, and you're always afraid. And I don't want to yeah. be afraid anymore. I would love to be a bear. I'd love to be top of the food chain. Yeah, I mean, it kind of seems like it's really the obvious choice. Yeah. Unless I could be one of those animals that gets eaten without knowing that that will ever be their fate. Like an animal that, Mm. like, their defense mechanism isn't something that they have to activate with fear. Are there any animals like that? Um, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, krill. Like, they just get eaten all the time, and there's just no no thought put into that at all. There's nothing. That seems like a good way to go, to just, like, a whale just comes and devours you. Yeah. I've always always thought so. Serving a very high purpose of just, like, keeping a big old whale going. Yeah, I would love to help the whales. Um, Being a bear just sounds like it would be fun. Feels like it would be fun. You're so big and you can just sort of annihilate stuff if you need to. But then, meanwhile, you're just kind of, like, padding around the woods on your giant feet and you're eating berries. Just sort of, like, struggling to climb up a tree and sort of just you get to go fishing that seems fun yeah if you want to go fast you can fucking book it you can you go you go a lot faster than people think you can that's fun and then you You, get to sleep a lot that's so great yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. and then if you want to you can do a big roar a big roar you can really surprise hikers yeah be like (laughs) you're also kind of (laughs) cute yeah we, I guess uh, I didn't see it, but everyone else saw a bear while we were in West Virginia, and everyone was so thrilled. They were just like, I've always wanted to see a bear, and I've never seen a bear. What kind was it? A black bear? I think so, yeah. I hope so. I'm not sure. Those but... are the nicer ones. They're very yeah. shy. I mean, it was pretty far away, but... I'm so afraid of bears. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Weirdly, I'm, like, less afraid of bears than I am of, like, skunks. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I see a skunk and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, a skunk is just like, I'm going to ruin your evening. Like, yeah, you're I'm not even thinking about the consequences when I see a skunk. Yeah, I know I'll survive that encounter. I'm just like, <laughs> something awful you snuck up on me. <laughs> so awful for an animal to just make you stinky. That's terrible. Yeah. But it's more, to, it's always just like a jump scare with me. It's not logical. Yeah. I'm just like, get away, you know? Yeah. It's that I might fuck up. Yeah. Uh, it's like an animal who, the encounter isn't just that the animal is scary. It's that 
you are responsible for what the animal does to you. Yeah. Like, I I would rather be mauled by a bear (laughs) than sprayed by a skunk. Because if you get sprayed by a skunk, it's your fault. Yeah, I don't have to feel worse about myself. (laughs) I get it. I think think sometimes it's not, you know, sometimes you just turn and it's there and it sprays you. It's like a snake, you know? Sometimes you just get bitten by a snake because you just weren't looking where you were going. Yeah, you're just like, well, what the fuck was I going to do? Yeah, it was right there. And the fucking skunk got scared and, But uh, yeah, a skunk, it's just like, oh, I failed a quiz. And the quiz was, what do you do when you see a skunk? It's like I got an F and it makes me feel bad about school again all of a sudden. Uh, (laughs) That's really funny. Uh, Emily. Yes. Um, Do you... When you have to pee, um, do you ever hold it in for a long time because it feels good? I mean... No. No? I used to when I was a kid, not because it felt good, but because I was defiant of authority. Yeah. And authority was always telling me to go to the bathroom when I had to go. Um, But now, no, I have like the opposite. I have like a complex where I'm like, I have to go as soon as I feel it or else I worry. I have anxiety about not getting to the bathroom in time. Yeah, me too. Um, It just makes me have to pee more often. Which is stupid because also then like I'll be in a situation where I'll just like... I'll not go for a long time. And it's not that like, I think it's more like I go a lot when I'm at home because I just don't want to, I don't know. But like when I'm out doing something, like I can go complete an activity without having to go. I don't, I don't understand how it works. I saw a TikTok by like a pelvic floor therapist, physical therapist. And it was about how to like retrain your bladder so you don't have to oh, really? pee as often. And I was like, I'm going to watch this later. And then I never did. I should. Oh, my God. I couldn't even make it through a three-minute TikTok. That's how low my attention span is. <laughs> it would definitely improve my life. So I should go back and watch it. Uh, yeah, I should try and figure that out. <laughs> There's just so many things I want to learn, you know, and improve at. Like, yeah. add it to the pile. Training my bladder. Um. There was this girl I went to college with who, and forgive me if anyone who, if she's listening or if any of her friends are listening, maybe I'm getting this story wrong, but um, as I've learned, you know, people from my past, I guess, listen to this podcast regularly. How, how terrifying. <laughs> um, so terrifying. But um, she grew up on like a, a sh- like a, a fishing boat or like a crab ship or, you know, some... Some kind of boat where she wasn't always allowed to go to the bathroom whenever she needed to. (gasps) And as a result, she um, just, like, I think lost the ability to, like, because she was ignoring her, like, bodily signals that she needed to go so much that, like, she sort of lost the ability, that communication ability. And so now it's, like, if she thinks she has to go to the bathroom, she has to go right away or she'll be in her pants. It's, like, an emergency. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I read like like yeah, some some people it like waits till the bladder's like full to the brim before it gives you that signal. And then people yeah. like me, it's like you only need the slightest amount. And yes, it's like just I gotta a go thimble right now. Full, a thimble full, and it's like, oh, I'm sorry, were you trying to sleep? There's a thimble full of urine in your bladder. No, exactly. And, and I'm getting up to pee like every four minutes. Yeah, it just like it signals it as an emergency when it's absolutely yeah. not. There's room for more. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, okay, Lisa, you're not going to get out of... Wait, did you already ask me a question? Yeah. Okay, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, it was about peeing. 
Oh, that's yeah. how we got started talking about. That's peeing. how we got started. Wow. <laughs> We've gone on such a journey that I just really felt like you know the journey versus the destination, yeah. all of that. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Yeah. That concludes one on fun. <laughs> we'll be right back with Ricky of the week. Hi, my name is Graham Clark, and I'm one half of the podcast Stop Podcasting Yourself, a show that we've recorded for many, many years. And uh, at the moment, instead of being in person, we're recording remotely, and uh, you wouldn't even notice. You don't even notice the lag. That's right, Graham. And uh, the great thing about uh, this... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. And okay, go ahead. And you can listen to us uh, every week on MaximumFun.org. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Your podcasts. Did your neighbor back into your car? Bring that case to Judge Judy. Think the mailman might be the real father? Give that one to Judge Mathis. But does your mom want you to flush her ashes down the toilet at Disney World when she passes away? Now that's my jurisdiction. Welcome to the court of Judge John Hodgman, where the people are real, the disputes are real, and the stakes are often unusual. If I got arrested for dumping your ashes in the Jungle Cruise, it would be an honor. I don't want to be part of somebody getting a super yacht. I don't know at what point you want to go into this, but we've had a worm bin before. Available free right now at MaximumFun.org. Judge John Hodgman, the court of last resort when your wife won't stop pretending to be a cat and knocking the clean laundry over. Welcome to Wiki, Wiki of, of the week. week. This week's Wikipedia pages. Ooh, plural. Ooh, twist. <laughs> uh, were sent to us by Sean. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Um, in honor of Friday the 13th, which just passed, uh, <gasps> the two pages we will be reading. <gasps> I didn't even notice. Are... I didn't even know. You didn't know? It's best not oh, to yeah. know. I would have gotten it's, nervous. It's best not to know. Um I think I only knew that because, like, something went wrong on that day. And it was, like, Friday the 13th. Um, I don't believe in, like, Mercury rising or whatever, but I believe yeah. in Friday the 13th being <laughs> bad luck. <laughs> uh, it's the pages for list of bad luck signs and list of lucky symbols. And, you know, what? we're going to start with the bad luck signs. Yeah. You know, because bad news before good news always, right? Absolutely. And on a on a high note. And on a high note. Okay. So, bad luck signs. Bad luck is an unpredictable outcome that is unfortunate. <laughs> this is a list of signs believed to bring bad luck according to superstitions. The breaking a mirror is said to bring seven years of bad luck. I am afraid of breaking a mirror for this reason. I am strangely superstitious sometimes. Yeah. I do think that um, breaking a mirror, um, that one, I don't believe it'll give you bad luck for seven years, but it'll definitely give you bad luck in the moments after you break the mirror because there's <laughs> glass around and that's dangerous. Yeah, that's bad. Um, a bird or flock going from left to right Ooh. is considered um, bad luck in paganism. Yeah. Citation needed. <laughs> I would I would have to like quickly remember my left and my right in order to notice that. So I don't think I'll pay attention to that. 
Ah. Um, certain numbers are bad luck. The number four, known as tetraphobia, in Chinese, Japanese, and Korean cultures, number four sounds like the word death in most of those languages. Oh. Mm. The number nine, also known as eniophobia in Japanese culture, which sounds like the Japanese word for suffering. Also in Japanese culture, maternity wards numbered 33, as it can literally mean stillbirth. Yeah. Yikes. The number 13, known as triskaidekaphobia. Okay, yeah, that's common, Friday the 13th. Yeah. The number 17, known as heptadecophobia in Italian culture. The number 39, known as the curse of 39 in Afghan culture. Which I'm just assuming is 13 times 3. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. <laughs> the number 666, known as... <laughs> oh my god this is the wildest here we go word. here comes a bit here comes a word and i'm gonna just say right now i'm about to pronounce this perfectly <laughs> the number 666 known as hexacosioi hexaphobia. that's like the high dive of of words like you just <laughs> i had to do a bunch of twists and a, a few flips the number of the beast yeah, per biblical prophecy, the number of the beast, an evil takeover of humanity worldwide, also called the mark of the beast, wherein all humans will have it on their forehead or hand. Um, yeah, so then Friday the 13th in Spain, Greece, and Georgia to, is Tuesday the 13th is a problem. Oh, interesting. Failing to respond to a chain letter. I hate that one. I hate it. I hate that one. Fuck it's that very, one. Yeah. Uh, giving a clock as a gift in Chinese culture as in Chinese, to give a clock has the same pronunciation as sending off for one's end. Wow. Oh. Okay. Hanging a horseshoe with the ends pointing down, as it is believed that the luck will fall out. I always forget which way is the is the good luck way and which way is the bad yeah. luck way. Gravity, I think, should be your guide. You sh it should be like a cup. Yeah. Um, opening a cup pointed up. Cup. Yes. An open, open towards the skies. Yeah. Um. Opening an umbrella while indoors. I mean, That's one that I still have trouble doing. Like, I'll, I'll do it now, but it's like one of those things where it's like, for a long time, I would be like, oh, yeah, we shouldn't do that, forgetting that it's just like a superstition thing. I know. Yeah. On the Isle of Man, rats are referred to as long tails, as saying rat is considered bad luck. Whoa. Um, here's some in Navajo culture. Uh, pointing at a rainbow. Oh, that's rough. That's hard. Yeah. I've been doing that a lot. Uh, throwing rocks into the wind. <laughs> I see why that one would be considered bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, coyote crossing one's path, heading north. Ooh, that's happened uh -huh. to me quite a bit. Yeah. Shit. And an owl flying over a house. Mm. Okay. Not yeah. sure if that's happened or not. Um, placing chopsticks straight up in a bowl of rice in Chinese and Japanese culture is reminiscent of food offerings left for the dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pointing towards feces is bad luck in England. <laughs> um, I, um, uh, when Adam and I were in France, at one point we were walking on this like really narrow strip of pavement, and a French family with a bunch of kids was walking on the same narrow strip in the opposite direction, and we both started screaming at each other because on the strip was a pile of poop and a dead rat. And so we were all just, we oh, were no. all of us, like the family and us were all just screaming and pointing <laughs> as we both like passed each other. <laughs> oh gosh. It really seems like pointing at feces wouldn't be bad luck, 
stepping in feces would be bad luck yeah. and pointing at it might prevent that. So why are you? Ugh. Maybe if you, maybe can you gesture like palm up towards feces? Is that yeah, a better? Maybe, yeah. Presenting. Do sort of like an air traffic control, like <laughs> both arms signaling, no. you know? Um, uh, ravens, crows, and magpies are all considered bad luck. Yeah, they get a bad, bad reputation. Uh, saying the word Macbeth or wishing someone good luck while inside a theater. Right. That's why you're supposed to say break a leg. So what do, when people are putting on a production of Macbeth, what do they say? The Scottish play. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I should know that. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, shoes on a table is considered bad luck. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that's just for hygiene. Um, yeah. But what if you're shining the shoes? Hmm? Yeah. I mean, also, yeah, I don't know. I put them on my table when I shine them on a piece of newspaper. <laughs> um, three on a match. What? Um, which is, it's a pur- purported superstition among soldiers during the Crimean War to World War II. The superstition goes that if three soldiers lit their cigarettes from the same match, oh. one of the three would be killed. Wow. Or that the man who was third on the match would be shot. That's so very spooky. Yeah. Since then, it has been considered bad luck for three people to share a light from the same match. Yeah, I wouldn't just because by then the match is burning down to the fingers. <clears throat> they burn too fast. Don't do it. Yeah. Light a new match. Um Tipping a salt shaker over is bad luck. Right. I thought spilling salt in general is bad luck. I think it is. And then you counteracted by throwing it over your shoulder, right? Yeah, I used to do that a lot in our kitchen. Uh, and then one day Adam saw me do it and he was like, what the fuck <laughs> are like, you doing? You stop just throwing salt all over the place? <laughs> he was so horrified that I'd just been throwing salt all over the floor. He's like, it makes the floor <laughs> gritty. You're the reason the floor's been gritty? <laughs> So now I try to do it into the sink. But yeah, I do I do throw salt over my shoulder. Yeah. Um, viewing one's doppelganger may be considered a harbinger of bad luck. Oh. Yeah. Um, luckily, no one looks like me. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Killing a ladybug is bad luck. Oh. Because they're pretty. I didn't know that. Walking under a ladder, knew about that one. Oh, yeah, I never do that. And a black yeah. cat crossing one's path. Knew about that one. That's yeah. unfair to cats. They've. Yeah. Yeah. I love black, black cats. Yeah. Um, all right. So that was bad luck. We're, now we're going to cleanse your palate. With good luck. Yes. List, List of lucky symbols. <laughs> For the Elvis Presley song, see good luck charm. Uh, <laughs> a good luck charm is an amulet or other item that is believed to bring good luck. Yes. Almost any object can be used as a, as a charm. Coins and buttons are examples. <laughs> as are small, it's like here's an example of an object. <laughs> um, as are small objects given as gifts due to the favorable associations they make. Many souvenir shops have a range of tiny items that may be used as good luck charms. Good luck charms are often worn on the body, but not necessarily. Do you carry any good luck charms with you? I was just trying to think about that. I was like, do I? When I travel for a while, I was carrying like this little horsey that uh, Kate Purdy gave to me. And then Mm -hmm. recently I've switched to this round rock with a horse head on it that my friend Molly gave to me. And I just like that it has a pony on it and that it was a gift makes it feel like good luck. 
Yeah. Well, this is confirming that belief in you. It's yeah. Like, that's an understandable impulse. Yeah. I don't think I have any good luck charms that I like carry around with me. Did you ever have a rabbit's foot as a kid? No. I did, which is I would, so gross. That's pretty gnarly. It's yeah. Gnarly. I used to I used to search high and low for four leaf clo- clovers oh, all me too. the time. Absolutely. All the time. All, yeah. all recess spent to this yeah. hunt. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. History. The mojo is a charm originating in African culture. It is used in voodoo ceremonies to carry several lucky objects or spells and intended to cause a specific effect. The concept is that particular objects placed in the bag and charge will create a supernatural effect for the bearer. Even today, mojo bags are still used. Europe also contributed to the concept of lucky charms. Adherents of St. Patrick, the patron saint of Ireland, adopted the four-leaf clover as a symbol of Irish luck because clovers are abundant in the hills of Ireland. Um, So now here's a list. This is a list of lucky symbols, signs, and charms. Luck is symbolized by a wide array of objects, numbers, symbols, plant, and animal life, which vary significantly in different cultures globally. The significance of each symbol is rooted in either folklore, mythology, esotericism, religion, tradition, necessity, or a combination thereof. So number seven is lucky in Western culture and Japanese culture. Lucky eight in Chinese. It sounds like the Chinese word for fortune. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what this is. Aitvaras is a nature spirit in Lithuanian mythology. That's considered good luck in Lithuania. It looks like a white or black rooster with a fiery tail like a meteor. That's cool. Wow. Love it. Yeah. Um, Acorns are good luck in Norse. Okay. An albatross is considered a sign of good luck if seen by sailors. I thought an albatross meant like. Yeah, like a burden. Yeah. That's different. Um, yeah. Aminata muscaria. That's a kind of mushroom. That's the kind that, or, yeah. It's, a, it's the kind that it looks like a little gnome would shelter from the rain underneath. Yeah, it's like the most mushroom The, like, mushroom. red with the, yeah. With the white spots. It doesn't say who it's lucky for. <laughs> I know. I wouldn't try eating one, that's for sure. Yeah. The Ashtamangala is uh, a... It's a sacred suite of eight auspicious signs, um, and it's good luck in Indian religions such as Hinduism, Jainism, and Buddhism. Bamboo? Um, Yeah, and some of the symbols are like an endless knot, a lotus flower, um, a parasol, a conch. Anyway. Cool. Sorry, I cut you off. Bamboo is good luck (laughs) in Chinese. I've heard that before. uh, A barn star is good luck in the United States. I didn't know that. It's like a... A five-pointed star on a barn. It looks sort of like a nautical star because it's 3D, but. I want a barn star and a barn. Yeah. Uh, a chimney sweep is good luck um, in many parts <laughs> of the world. Said to bring good luck when being touched, especially on New Year and on weddings. Interesting. A uh, a corno portafortuna, or like it's an Italian amulet or talisman. Worn to protect against the evil eye and bad luck in general, and it just looks like a little chili pepper. Yes, I love this one. Yeah, and that's in central and southern Italy. Ooh, it promotes virility. Um, Ladybugs are good luck, so don't kill them. There's an old children's song in Serbia, Let Let Bubamaru Donesime Sekru, meaning fly, fly, ladybug, bring me the happiness. (laughs) And it means good chances as in a lottery or happiness. But this is about emotions. Hmm? Yeah, okay. All right. Um, and th- ladybugs are good luck in German, Italian, Russian, Turkish, Brazilian, and Serbian cultures. 
A dream catcher is uh, an Ojibwe good luck symbol, I suppose. Uh, a fish. Fish is good luck in <laughs> Chinese, Hebrew, ancient Egyptian, Tunisian, Indian, Japanese. Are they good luck because they're good food? We like to eat I them? I mean, fish just seems like, aren't they like a little bit too easy to come by a, for them to be a good luck symbol? Too, like I get that like broad a category here. Maybe a four leaf <laughs> clover. I get you're like, oh, wow, they're so rare, you know? Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, it's good because then you have good luck a lot because there's fish everywhere. Yeah. Um, a bird or flock going from right to left. So a reverse of the of the bad one. This is a pagan thing. Yeah. Interesting. Um, a monk passing through in Buddhism. Good luck in Buddhism. Pa- yeah. Passing through where? Just passing through. Just passing by or passing through yeah. like a doorway? Well, there's a picture of a monk just walking down the street. So Pass- just passing through, <laughs> passing through town. Yeah. Um, a four-leaf clover, Irish and Celtic and German. Duh, we know about this. Yeah. Uh, shamrock or clover in Irish. Um, while in most of the world, only the four-leaf clover is considered lucky in Ireland, all Irish shamrocks are. Mm. Yeah, okay. Okay, more info on the horseshoe. Horseshoe, in English and several other European ethnicities, it says horseshoes are considered lucky when turned upwards, but unlucky when turned downwards. Although some people believe the opposite. What? Now I'm so confused. I'm so confused. Yeah. So we want the, generally we want the points turned up. Yeah. 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 <sighs> so confusing. Um, jade in Chinese. Yes. Um, and okay, brace yourself for <laughs> right. like a real anti-Semitic one. Um, <laughs> Jesus oh, damn it. Do we have to read this one? I'm going to read it. Yeah. I'm Jewish. Yeah. Just know that. He's, me too. Uh, uh, and I'm Polish, which is pertinent. Um, Jew, <laughs> Jew with a coin. Jew with a coin. The Jew with a coin is a good luck charm in Poland. It's thought to bring money. Just this is so problematic in so many ways. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Poland, man. the land my Jewish ancestors fled. Anyway. All righty. Uh, neko. That's in Japanese and Chinese. And this is a really cute kitty with its little paw. Up. Yeah, you've seen this. You've seen this kitty. You've seen this guy. He's the, great. like, yeah, the little like white kitty with the black spots and the paw up, and sometimes the paw moves back and forth. Uh, it's often mistaken as a Chinese symbol due to its usage in Chinese communities. The maneki neko is Japanese. Mm. A pig is considered good luck in Chinese and German. Mm, cute pig. A rabbit's foot. Yes. North America, yes. England, and Wales, originating from a hare's foot. A rabbit's foot can be worn or carried as a lucky charm. Yes, I had one on a little chain, and oh, mine wow. was dyed a weird color. It was like purple or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, so sick. That definitely removes you a little bit from how gross they are, but they're pretty gross. It was gross, but I loved it. Wishbone. Wishbone in Europe and North America. I've definitely, when I've found wishbones, have made Adam crack them with me. Yes. Oh, yeah. I definitely do that all the time. Always. Um, Saramanak. Uh, what is that? It's also known it's as a, a Papanak in its feminine form. It's a legendary bird of the Maranao people who originate from Mindanao, an island in the Philippines. Cool. Part of. Yeah. It's a very cool looking bird. Um, a swallow in Korea is good luck. Rooted in a folktale called Hengbu and Nolbu. See, I like that. I like that it's a specific bird. It's not just like birds. Yeah. Like get yeah. more specific birds about fish. Walking around. Yeah. What kind of fish? <laughs> uh, a tortoise shell cat is good luck in many cultures. Oh, that's interesting. So black cats are no good, but a tortie. 
Yeah, Tordy's good. And uh, like calicos, tortoiseshell cats are almost exclusively female. Oh. Yeah. I heard that orange tabbies are almost always male, too. Isn't that interesting? Oh, yeah. I do think that's interesting. Weird. Yeah, very weird. Dimorphic. Um, a white elephant is a rare kind of elephant, but not a distinct species. Um, and that's good luck in Thailand. But it's also like a, a gift that you want yeah. to get rid of, right? <laughs> yeah. I guess so. I wonder what the connection is there. I know. Uh, white heather is, uh, that's a beautiful kind of plant, and it is good luck in Irish travelers in Scotland. Interesting. Mm, an evergreen right. shrub. That's it. Um, that's it. And those are the only things that will improve your life. That's the only things. Don't yeah. try other things. Those are the, These are the only lucky things. <laughs> <laughs> um, Strap them all to your body and walk around. Lisa, if you could invent a new symbol of good luck, what would it be? Um, maybe like a little um piece of like a piece of horse hair. <laughs> you knew it was going to be something horsey. Come on, come on now. Yeah, I did. I did know that. Like a yeah, some hair from an animal, like horse hair or dog hair. Because then I'd be yeah. lucky all the time because I always have I'm covered in hair. Right. Yeah. That would be to me. That seems a little bit unfair, but okay. <laughs> You just got to have a pet or else you're yeah. shit out of luck. <laughs> I know it's kind of rude to people who are allergic to, honestly. Right. Or people who just don't have horse ac- access for whatever reason. I know. I mean, it's awful. Yeah. It's awful what I've said. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I mean, I guess it's like uh, in many ways, horses are a symbol of, of uh, for in many cases, a symbol of financial security of some kind. So not necessarily. Believe- not-, <laughs> not necessarily. No, they are but- not. <laughs> I would say the opposite in some cases. Uh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like horse hoarders? Yeah. Yeah. Who who horse themselves into the poorhouse? Yes. Okay. Interesting. Mm. Okay. So that's not good luck then. Fine. Um, For me, I think... Um, a bird feather? That could be one too. Yeah. Or like a hangnail. Oh, hang it would nails. be nice if hangnails were associated with good luck because right now they're just bad. Oh, yeah. What if zits were good luck? Oh, that would be good too. Like a, if you have a big cyst, like cystic kind of zit on your chin, that's good luck. Yeah. It's- All right. Thank you for these wiki pages, and I hope everyone has very good luck in the near future. Me too. That concludes wiki of the week. It's time now for what did I learn? Uh oh. What did I learn? Lisa, what did you learn today? What did I learn? I I don't know. I learned <laughs> I learned that I don't know. I don't know. I think you did really well today, Emily, despite you said you said you were tired and out of it, but I would never have noticed. Oh good. And I learned Thank you. you can really pull it together. No, I knew that already. Thank you. <laughs> I learned that Emily can be functional on very little yeah. sleep. And I learned that you know, um, mm. a horseshoe should be hung right side up or right side down. I just don't hang them to be safe because I can never yeah. remember which way is the better way. <laughs> don't hang them. Leave them on the don't horse's feet. Yeah. Um, that's our show. Is there anything else we need to do? Uh, we could do sleep stories, but I <laughs> didn't get I think organized. We've been recording. 
I think we've been re- we we got enough. We'll save some sleep stories for we'll the next them. episode. We'll save them for later. And we'll sleep them later. We'll sleep them later. <laughs> Clearly, I could use some. Um, and we also we owe feet. We owe an, uh, Instagram Live. We're gonna figure that out. News coming yes. later on that. Stay tuned. Um, yes. So you can follow us online. I'm at. What am I at? I'm at Lisa Draws on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> what am I at? I'm at. You can follow my Patreon. I'm at Lisa Hannawalt and been doing a lot of comics on there. Where can people see you, Emily? I'm at Mr. Emily Heller on all things, all the things. great and small. Um, and you, thanks to our producer, Rob Para. Thank you, Rob. Thanks for our music, Nate Heller. Yay. And goodbye. Yay. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned, audience supported